Hello and welcome to another episode of Mining the Moon. I'm your host, Dean Blackwell. Each week, I showcase and review underground bands and artists of whom you have never heard and who I believe deserve a lift above the radar, with a strong emphasis on bands and artists of whom you have never heard. To be clear, when I speak of the underground, I'm not referring to Han Son Dong in Vietnam, the largest natural cave in the world, though if I were, I would have to invite listeners to marvel with me in the facts that it could fit a 40-story high-rise building within its walls, it houses some of the tallest known stalagmites, some as tall as 70 metres, it's over 8.7 kilometres long, and it has its own ecosystem with unique animals, lakes, beaches, and a river, as well as its own jungle, resembling the flora of prehistory, dubbed the Garden of Eden, due to it being untouched by humans since the cave itself formed between 2 and 5 million years ago. No, when I speak of the underground, I'm referring purely to little or unknown bands and artists. My hope is that this podcast will be a way for underground bands and artists to get themselves heard through a format other than radio and YouTube, as well as being a place for listeners and subscribers to discover new music that would otherwise fall entirely under their radar. This week's episode features the music of Jack Hooker, a musician likely known in Wellington's underground music scene for his role in electronic post-rock outfit Shocking and Stunning one of my all-time favourite New Zealand bands. Seriously, shocking and stunning are like psychosis at an underground rave. In a good way. They blend entirely immersive electronic music with textural soundscapes and emotive wall of sound synths, all packaged as post-rock, but with something more. Something like the theme to your own unravelling. Dear Jack and Sam, please let me showcase shocking and stunning on a future episode of Mine in the Moon. Regards, your biggest fanboy. Anyway, back to Jack. Jack's second major musical output is instrumental acoustic guitar music, incorporating open tunings, seamlessly intricate finger-picking, and percussive tapping techniques, reminiscent of Andy McKee. This episode features Jack's Parlour EP, a short collection of original pieces played on an Art and Luthery Parlour guitar and released July 28, 2020. The first track on the EP is titled Harbour Light, and instantly I'm reminded of the intro to And You and I of Yes's 1972 album Close to the Edge. Harbour Light is beautifully spacious, rich, full and vibrant. Jack's guitar playing is perfectly executed with a well-balanced arrangement of drones and finger work, and the EP overall is so far removed from the works of Shocking and Stunning it could almost run the risk of polarising certain listeners, though not this one. Please enjoy Harbour Light. Thank you. 
found the change 50 seconds in, reminiscent of Jose Gonzalez's 2003 success Heartbeats, and I loved the introduction of the chord sequence at 134. Harbour Light invoked in me happy, hopeful, heartwarming feelings, as well as a sadness or longing, a sense of nostalgia tinged with a grief for the past. I love the reverb on the acoustic guitar. It makes the track feel as though it exists in an oriental country. And what a segue. As part of Jack's master's degree, he created music in collaboration with musicians from Indonesia, Greece and the Philippines, spending three weeks in the Philippines working with Kalinga folk musicians, and his parlor EP was in fact recorded by Jerry Pineda Diwa at Soundweaver's 4149 studio in Makati in the Philippines. Jack has been involved with gamelan music in Wellington, New Zealand since 2010, performing with groups Gamelan Padang Mongka, which is Javanese, and Gamelan Tanifajaya, which is Balinese. Jack has performed in these groups at Wellington's Homegrown Festival, alongside the band Minwe, and at Womad. In 2013 they recorded for the soundtrack of the Hobbit movies, and the more I write about Jack, the more I suspect he's not quite as underground as I'd originally thought. The second track on the EP, Archipelago, features a kolotong, a bamboo tube zither from the Kalinga province of the Philippines, built by Dr. Benicio Sokong, who also taught Jack how to play it and hosted him during his stay. The kolotong blends wonderfully with the acoustic guitar, and listening to this track in headphones allows the listener to experience a great stereo spread of the kolotong.
The bass is a really nice addition to that track, and I don't know what the bowed droning instrument towards the end is, but I really like it. Jack states that 50% of the revenue from the track Archipelago goes to Dr. Benicio Socong in the Cordillera Music Tutorial and Research Center. I've included a link in the description to the Bandcamp page for Parlor EP, so please support not only underground music, but world music and musical research too. Jack is someone who understatedly has many strings to his bow, pun fully intended. On top of all the aforementioned projects, he has collaborated with acclaimed Greek-slash-New Zealand composer John Psathis on multiple occasions, co-composing the opening and closing of Between Zero and One, a concert-length work by Psathis for percussion group Strike in 2013, as well as being involved with Psathis' monumental film work No Man's Land between 2014 and 2016. Jack received a full scholarship to complete his master's degree in composition while working on the project and travelled with the production of No Man's Land throughout Europe, India and New Zealand, also featuring in the film as an on-screen performer. The third track of Parlour EP, Parlour Fragment, is what I imagine would have been performed for the King and Queen in a medieval royal court. It has a green sleeves vibe to it, though I can't say why as I couldn't pick out harmonic minor at any point. During my first listen, I began thinking of how I met Jack, causing me to subsequently think of a late mutual friend of ours. Thinking of her while listening to these songs, I found there was grief in the music. Whether put there intentionally, I don't know. And I was struck by the emotive quality of Jack's playing, a quality also to be found in his work with Shocking and Stunning. I wonder what other listeners will find. Jack was lined up to perform in Athens in 2020 as part of the live band for John Psathis' No Man's Land, but unfortunately the show had to be cancelled for obvious reasons. Last I heard, Jack was working on a collaborative project with John Psathis and other well-known, mostly New Zealand musicians, and I am being intentionally vague as I don't know if it's public knowledge. I'm also personally stoked to be able to say that Jack's time is also being spent with Shocking and Stunning, who are performing together again. The last track on Pilot EP, Harvest, uses the earlier mentioned percussive tapping techniques in the right way as a feature rather than overdone as the basis for every song. I like that the tapping is contrasted with shimmering sections of finger picking and runs of hammer-ons and pull-offs that could go on forever and I wouldn't mind. Before I finish the episode with Harvest, 
I'd like to ask you all to take a moment to like and follow Jack Hooker online. He has his own website with links to all or most places that you can find his music and projects. I've put links to his website as well as other places you can find his music like Bandcamp and Spotify in this episode's description. While you're at it, please like and follow Mine in the Moon on Facebook as well. I've put a link to that in this episode's description too. And please like and subscribe to this podcast and tell and share with your friends. Let's expand the musical underground. If you'd like to submit your own music to be featured on Mine in the Moon, please send links to your music to emptymoonpod at gmail.com. I'll put this email address in the episode's description too. If you'd like to get in touch or happen to disagree with anything I've said throughout this episode, then please let me know through the Mind in the Moon Facebook page. I really invite an open forum between me, listeners, and featured artists. However, if you're considering cracking all your knuckles and angrily attempting to beat your current best touch typing score, then please bear in mind that opinions are like loose screws. We've all got one or two. (laughs) 